Welcome to News Over Brews, the only podcast that breaks down the best of this week's pop culture over a nice cold beer. Sponsored by PopBreak.com. I am your host and moderator, Al Manorino. Welcome back to News Over Brews. It's been a long time since we actually done one of these podcasts. And whose fault is that? Uh, I'm going to say it's collectively all of our faults. Nope, your fault. Uh, I'm completely out of this because uh, you guys don't let me touch anything or do anything besides talking this fancy microphone. Why'd you let him down here? <clears throat> um, I think, did he drive you? He did. Yeah, because you don't drive anywhere. No. No. Try not to. Yeah. He's a freeloader. I drive like three hours a day for work. Oh, Whose fault is that? I do. Why don't you sleep at work? Do you hear that? It's the sound of the world's smallest violin. Where is it? The song is an A2 in B, followed, of course, by I Don't Give a Shit. Ah. All right. Well, regardless, welcome back. Uh, thank you for still listening to us. Hopefully you're subscribed to us on uh, iTunes or follow us on SoundCloud or it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully you're staying in touch with Stitcher. us. Stitcher, yeah. We're on that as well. I think we're going to be on a couple other things soon. You can also um, uh, come listen to our podcast. We've never done a live uh, with a studio audience. We are so thinking about it, though. Yet. We're thinking about it. Plans are in that motion. That is going to – well, I don't, I don't know about emotion. Mm-hmm. Plans have been written down. I, I, Ryan, I, I, I wasn't telling you to go grab us another beer. That was the, uh, the code word for the drinking game that we, you and I play when we do the podcast with Al. Oh, there's oh, that's correct. There's a drinking game involved? Yeah. There is actually. It involves you. Oh, man. What is it? What, is I'm it not something? telling you because then it's going to throw off the game. That's true. Is it but um? Mm-mm. Oh. We can't tell you. No, we can't All tell right. you. Well, hopefully I'll figure it you, out. You'll, you'll catch on, though, because you're going to do it a few more times this podcast. I probably will. I, that's, that's, that is why I got us more beers because he's going to be doing it a few more times. Did you also get the Millennium Falcon to open them? No. Oh, tell them why you, why you say that. What? Well, because they can't see what you're doing. What am I doing? Well, now you don't. He didn't get you the Millennium Falcon. Lucas is uh, a Star Wars aficionado. We've said this a bunch of times on the podcast. He has a Millennium Falcon bottle opener. It's also magnetic. So yeah. it stays on my fridge because I lose shit. It is honestly the only reason I hang out with him because it's like the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. And he makes me hot dogs, so I stick around. Oh, yeah. Making you hot dogs. We were right? also eating hot dogs later. Only because I couldn't get to shop right in time for ground beef. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, I don't know when this podcast is going to be released, but tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. To us. Tomorrow is it's definitely not going to be. That's the wrong. That's the wrong attitude. It, it will be available oh. for. Literally, all I have to do is put the intro and outro in, and it's done. Because we're all in the same room tonight. That's true. Oh yeah, so that's kind of weird. Yeah. We're all in the same room tonight, uh, and the reason why is because I am home for the Fourth of July. Nobody right. cares. And I figured since it's Fourth uh, of July tomorrow, um, we can try something new and maybe talk about what our plans are, uh, or, or if our plans are terrible. Um, what are we drinking? Well, um, we'll start with Lucas. I suppose I'll start. Um, I'm gonna go get drunk with my band in North Jersey, uh, Bird Hotel. I was just gonna say, what's your band name? We are a punk slash thrash metal band slash '80s hair metal band. Um, we're not that last part. Uh, I play guitar, and I'm gonna go hang out with all the other band members and get really drunk at some band member's house. It's gonna be like a pool and fireworks, and there's gonna be barbecue. And what are we drinking? Well, since it's going to be a lot of, like, New Brunswick-type people, um, he bought seven cases of PBR. Uh, why seven cases of PBR? Like, because no there's vari- going to be a lot of people. No variety. Couldn't get, like, couldn't throw, like, a, one case of Miller in there. Or six pack of Founders Porter. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I got, se- I got seven cases of PBR and a four-pack of Allagash White. <laughs> we are going to throw a rager. Um, so probably what I'm going to do is, since there's going to be a bunch of cheap beer there, I'll probably end up bringing a six-pack of something that interests me. Um, now, is that a start-off, or is that a finisher? That's going to be a start-off, because I'm also bringing a liter of tequila. Oh, so you want to finish the night <laughs> before it begins. Yeah, so it's probably going to be something dark, considering it's PBR there. Are you bringing um, the tequila vodka that you discovered? No, I'm not going to bring that. That's asking for trouble. That is. Um... Or you know what, actually, I know exactly what I'm going to bring. Ooh, what are you bringing? I'm going to bring Allagash Black, which comes in a four-pack. Because I mentioned Allagash. Yes. I'm going to bring Allagash Black because I have not had Allagash Black in forever, and I want it. I've never had it. Allagash White is one of my top five favorite beers. I've mentioned that before in the podcast. It is nothing like the black. But? The two beers are basically like black and white. 
I see what you did there. Mm, that's pretty hey. good. Hey. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Al, what about you? What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, as with every 4th of July, I hang out with my family. They have a summer house in Tuckerton, New Jersey, uh, most specifically Mystic. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was picturing the heart of Tuckerton. Yeah. So, um, so we'll probably just drink there, uh, maybe go on the boat if the boat is out, or jet skis if they're fixed. You never know. It's like every other year. But you know what I've noticed every year of my entire life? Does it rain on 4th of July every year by us? No. No. I feel like it does. It doesn't. Nope. It definitely does. No. Nope. It not like rain like it drizzled pouring. last year. Drizzled like every year. Of it's my supposed life. to drizzle tomorrow morning. It is supposed to drizzle. Hmm. Ryan, isn't. what about you? Mine isn't. Um, I know you're working for the better part of the day, but what about well, at yeah. night? Well, yeah. I'm working. Um, I have to get up very early. Uh, I have to work. I got to sell things. Uh, Pillows. Kind of a kind of a toss up, really. I'm going to either. Uh, I'm thinking about just getting completely trashed, and going to Chuck E. Cheese. Nice. Or always a good decision. Yeah. Or I can just go for my uh, get drunk and just go swimming in the ocean, maybe. Nice. Try make sure there's no lifeguards there. There, there won't be. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna try to make my make tie my your legs way. together like a mermaid. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna do my hands behind my back. And See if you can invest dolphin. in a pair of like cement shoes. Why wear shoes? That's true. I'm gonna see how fast it, uh, it takes me to get to China, and then um, nice. make my way back. Why don't you try looking for SpongeBob? Like Why? search for Bikini Bottom, because hmm. it's at the end of the like bottom of the ocean. So just is it? I actually wouldn't do that. No, because it turns out that like so. Bikini Bottom is actually – so the whole show of SpongeBob SquarePants is actually a reference to the nuclear testing that happened in the late 1940s, early 1950s at Bikini like Atoll in the South Pacific. It is because <laughs> nuclear testing happened in Bikini Atoll in the South Pacific. Bikini Bottom I'm, I'm following is a bunch you. of mutated sea creatures mm. living in the bottom of the ocean. Where they mutated from? Nuclear radiation. But where does the pineapple house come in? It's a metaphor. For what? <laughs> For war. Okay. Because they used to call grenades. No, because they used to call grenades pineapples because they're shaped like pineapples. Fantastic. Well, we're going to skip that in weird crackpot theory and go into uh, how it is. literally well, never heard of my life. Ever. Let, let's go into. Uh, Not true. You heard it here first. That's true. Exclusive from News <laughs> Overs. Um, let's, let's talk about what we're drinking right now because okay. we're actually drinking together for the first time in a long time. So I saw, when you brought the box down, I saw New Holland Brewing, and I got really excited because I thought you brought Dragon's Milk, hmm. which is a bourbon barrel milk stout. And I was like, oh my god, thank you, my friends finally came through for me. But you didn't. <laughs> <Once>. it's, <laughs> one time, can they do it? It turns out you bought me a freaking IPA. Um, Tasmanian Hatter, uh, which I assume is a reference to the Mad Hatter if he was from the country of Tasmania. Um, it's actually a reference to nuclear war. And, um, <laughs> and Spongebob. It's a Galaxy IPA, which means it's an IPA from a different from outer space, yeah. made with Galaxy hops, which are from Australia and New Zealand. Huh. Which, which compared to here is like space, right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> right? I hate you both. I know. Um, also, looking on the back, it says there's mosaic hops as well. Uh, pairings, grilled seafood, and lamb. Full things I thoroughly enjoy. I like when they tell you. Alcohol, 7% by volume. 55 IBUs, so it's like in the middle of the road in terms of bitterness, which I actually like. I really like this IPA, and I'll tell you why. Let me get a sip. <clears throat> I do like it when they ask you, when they yeah. tell you what kind of pairings. It makes you feel smarter. When someone's like, hey, what can we go? Oh, hmm. You can just get uh, some lamb or some yunagi, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> can I finish? <laughs> sure. Uh, so it's it pours with a foamy head. Um, if you pour it incorrectly, like Ryan has, or it pours with a very, uh, very like nice regular head, like Al did, um, with like lacing on the side of the glass, it's like a golden, kind of hazy, not really hazy, actually golden clear color. Um, I'm drinking it out of an absurd mug, so that helps. Uh, <laughs> you are. <laughs> it's game of Thrones. But you know here, what? Apparently. It, it mm-hmm. smells really good. It's meat. got like a little bit of a of a piney thing going on, but like not super intense, not like resin resin pine like super concentrated it's very 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 light um but the flavors are really nice too yeah it's kind of like a it's more of a floral ipa i would go with so you're getting like um peaches mangoes um it's all around citrus uh, yeah a little bit of citrus not too much 
I'd, I'd go with like more of a lighter fruit flavor. That's why I was like drifting towards like peaches, um, mangoes, uh, nectarines, stuff like that. Like mm. very much like stuff you might almost throw in a sangria kind of a flavor. Um, not very sweet. There's not like a huge amount of malt in here, which for seven percent I'm like surprised because normally once you get that high up for ABV, it's you know you're kind of getting like almost like a a sweet cloying taste, and it's not there. It's like a very nice you know medium to dry finish. Um, and like a pleasant lingering bitterness this is really good I would I would probably be able to drink more than one of these and regular fans of the show know is I can't do that with most IPAs just because I don't like super bitter beers I agree um, Al Ryan your thoughts um well it's beer well and it tastes good it's not Slayer <laughs> <laughs> not gonna steal your joke um I like it. Um, I, I'm going to start with uh, the not uh, beer-related part. I actually like the design <clears throat> of the label. Um, I feel like in the craft beer market right now, you have to really stand out, and you have to get really creative mm-hmm. with your campaign um, and your marketing and all that. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of breweries out there that do it incredibly well. Um, Duclaw, mm-hmm. I would say, definitely. Dogfish. Um, Trogues. Um, and then, then you have like, uh, then you have other ones that like kind of stick with like a certain theme and I can see these guys doing that. Uh, founders is one I would say like they all look the exact same except mm-hmm. for the picture. Um, so yeah, th- I mean this, this Ryan picked this out today. Um, I saw a galaxy. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, I like, I like the, uh, it's galaxy. From space, you know? Yeah. It's from a different Ga- planet, The galaxy cool. hop is a, is a nice hop. I know we, we had the, um, we had the one, the four point. Galaxy hopped pale ale, correct from, from uh, Trillium. Trillium, yes. Um, as for the beer itself, I'm gonna take another sip. Yeah, I'm getting like the fruit flavors, and I can see that uh, where you got the uh, almost like a sangria kind of, in the sense. Uh, I don't, I don't really get the citrus notes that Ryan may have uh, had. Probably because I just sucked on a lemon before we sat that's down. That's true. <laughs> uh, it's smooth for a seven percent. Like it's not as bitter, especially yeah, no, cold. Not. Especially because we had a warm one for some reason Much beforehand. Better cold. Much better cold and less bitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that I'm I'm tasting it more, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed. I would probably I, I know you didn't give a number review, so you can not do yet, that yeah. now. Um, I'll give it like a seven point five. Right. Yeah. Very sessionable. I'm actually really enjoying this a lot. It. Um, like as you pointed out, not not a whole lot of malt with this. It's nicely light and kind of like just like sparingly, just like it's not it's not like bogged down with a thousand things, and it's just it's just very light, crisp, and just it's bold. It's also bold at the same time. The fruit flavors. I'm getting citrus as my other two idiots are not. Um, it's just it's very refreshing and and just <clears throat> still packs a punch though. So I would I'm actually going to give this one an eight. I would I'm probably going to get this again. Honestly, this this would be perfect for a nice summer afternoon. Obviously, and and just um, better. It's best cold chilled. We had ours warmer and and still good, but definitely better chilled. But um, in the IPA game, this one uh, this one ranks. Uh, in the in the topper topper in in the higher ranks, I would say. So I'm um, very pleased with this selection. Um, well done, New Holland. Yeah, I, I mean it's to echo some of the things I was picking up from what these guys were saying. It's a <clears throat> very light beer, um, especially for seven percent. I'd feel like it wouldn't weigh you down if you had a whole six pack. Um, it's got like a very biscuity finish. I think was that that dry finish that I was picking up. Um, yeah, I mean, just really good, really good. It's it's very very balanced, but leaning towards that bitter. So it's not like a super hot bomb or a super malt bomb. Like I had uh, the Devil Dancer IPA, and it was just like, whoa, there's a lot of stuff happening. This Which is we saw today, by the way. Mm-hmm. The, the price is absolutely uh, insane. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff in it. Um, but yeah, I, I I like this quite a bit. Um, would you give it? I say seven point five. All right. There you have it. Yeah. New Holland, Tasmanian Hatter. 
worth checking out from the Knob Gang. Oh my god, it's the Brew Crew. Brew Crew? It's not. It's the Knobbers. It's Brew the Crew knobbers. sounds like we're not um, trolling for Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think Brew Crew sounds a little, uh, a little more professional. And because no one would understand What's what wrong? a knobber what? is. <laughs> like, if you really think about it. All right, well, we can call fans of the show knobbers. Yeah. Sure. But I think calling ourselves knobbers is, and then, doesn't and make then any sense. When we do our live podcast, we say, are you guys hobbing for some knob? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with saying I'm going to hob some knob with some delicious Tasmanian hatter. Mm-hmm. All right. Honestly, that sounds terrible. Yeah. You sound terrible. I'm hobbing this Tasmanian oh um, so going to the next, I guess the first topic. Mm-hmm. All right. First yes. thing we want to talk about, um, is probably the biggest news that happened in popular culture over the last couple of weeks, because we've been absent from this podcast for a while. Um, they finally casted Spider-Man. Finally. Toby's back. Toby's back. <laughs> yeah. They, they casted Tobey Maguire for the role. No. Wait, um, did they? No, they really don't. Oh, you guys so, the shit out of now. me. Yeah. So... Um, and, um, replacing the British actor Andrew Garfield, who I liked, the white British actor Garfield, they replaced him with a, a younger white British actor to, <laughs> to play <laughs> Spider-Man. Why? Uh, Tom Holland. Who's that? Of New Holland Brewing. Of New Holland Brewing. No. Tom Holland. <laughs> um, he was in the movie The Impossible. I know that. With Naomi Watts and uh, Ewan McGregor. No one saw it. No one saw it, but apparently, apparently, had good reviews. Um, he, honestly, out of all the people that were, they were testing, pretty awesome. If you if you go online right before they actually announced it, he was posting on Instagram him like practicing for the role and like he was doing like all these flips and stuff. And he's like teaching himself how to like be like doing his own stunts and everything. He's very young too. Um, I think he's like nineteen. 19, yeah. yeah, but yeah. if he's not going to shoot his own webs, then the realism is lost for me. He, can't, he can't hang off walls either, you know? You're looking at me like I just said alien gibberish <laughs> to you. <laughs> what do you mean? Spider-Man shoots webs. Okay. Out of his and you just were talking about he's going to do his own stunts. And he so is. I said sarcastically. Oh, I got you. I know what you mean. It, it was a joke. <laughs> Get out. Um, it's my house. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Sony... Al's an idiot. For those of you who don't know, Al's an idiot. They know that already, if they listen to the show. Um, For those of you who don't know, Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. I think we even talked about it uh, a few episodes, maybe like in in the beginning of the show. Beginning of uh, the history of... Beginning of time. Beginning of time, is what we're trying to say. Um, That Sony owns the rights, and... The Marvel Cinematic Universe never had the ability to incorporate Spider-Man in its franchise. Most importantly, the Avengers, because Spider-Man's a very important member of the Avengers. Now, Sony and Marvel have a deal where they are co-producing a standalone Spider-Man film, and uh, Spider-Man is now going to be able to appear in Marvel Cinematic films, starting with Captain America Civil War. So now... We are not only going to have Spider-Man back in the MCU, but he's going to be there really, really soon. He's actually going to be in one of the next films, which is crazy to think about. Because we've – this is going to be the third time, and I've mentioned this over and over again. We had a big debate about this. We had a huge debate. This is the third time that we're going to see Spider-Man, a different Peter Parker, in under a decade. Under a decade, the same actor. It's It's like Bond being replaced with three Bonds in the same decade. Well, it's because <clears throat> Tommy Maguire was annoying. <laughs> and the, the second reason is because, you know, not only do I find him personally grating, but, um, you know, and outside of his control, the Spider-Man movies weren't the greatest. They needed a rebrand and a reboot, right? So that kind of makes sense. Like, the movies that he was in weren't that great, and they wanted to reboot it with a new actor so that, you know, to, to like, refresh it. Because it's a valuable property. Untrue. It's very popular. Untrue. Why? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll tell you why. Spider-Man 1, great film. Right. Spider-Man 2 is considered the greatest comic book movie of all time. Okay. Spider-Man 3 was terrible. Right. Horrible movie. Right. Everyone hated it. Yes. The reason that Tobey Maguire stopped doing Spider-Man was because uh, everything fell through with Spider-Man 4. Yeah. I can't remember... Toby was supposed to come back, and they were supposed to have John Malkovich play... The Falcon. The f- no. 
the vulture. Vulture, sorry. Falcon. <laughs> Falcon. That is. But he was not. Uh, but he was later replaced by Anthony Mackie. <laughs> John Malkovich and Anthony Mackie hate each other, by the way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they uh, yeah, would go on to star later in the movie Birdman. Exactly. So, uh, Thank you, Lucas. Yeah. So, so the reason uh, they couldn't come up the terms with Spider-Man 4, so they rebooted it with Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. And I still think Andrew Garfield would be a great Spider-Man. He would still be great. But he now that it's changing studios, they can't, right? It's not changing studios. It's getting... They, they want to start fresh. Uh-huh. That doesn't they make they any sense. Get, I don't know, the they movies... want to go younger because... Well, I can understand them. Yeah. Either younger way. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Garfield's 29. He's 29. He doesn't look 29. Right. But he's 29. In two years, they're going to reboot it with someone younger. It's going to be like a six-year-old playing Spider-Man. <laughs> well, no, well, here's the thing. is like Toby was like in his 30s when they casted him. Something like that. Something like, like that. 20s, like, or late yeah. 20s, early 30s. Garfield was late 20s, mm-hmm. early 30s. Peter Parker is a 16, 17-year-old kid. He's in high school. You have to have it him be believable as a high school student because you have to have him relatable to the kids that are in high school. Because if you have Andrew Garfield or Tommy Maguire... In the first Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire plays a high schooler. He does not look like th- none of them look the like thing a high schooler. Is, the thing is, is that high schoolers aren't reading comic books. People our age are reading comic books. Yeah, but so why does that matter? But they're st- they're watching the cartoons. They're watching, you know, they're do they're watching they're playing the video games. They're doing all of this stuff, and they are reading the comics. It's still a kids' medium. It's more for us though, but it's a kids' medium still. It's always kids' medium first. And I think that as even as a fan of Andrew Garfield, it's it's sad to say that they had to recast him because the true Peter Parker, or even just going into Spider-Man, because even if they did Miles Morales, he is also a high schooler. He is a kid because you're supposed to be... That's the reason Marvel Comics was so popular. That's the reason the character was so popular because the kids who were reading him at the time finally had a hero that they could relate to because all of the other heroes were all adults. The Avengers were adults, not till 1963, I think, because I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think it's 63 where Stanley introduced Spider-Man. 62. 62, that he that they finally had a character. That's why he was so popular. That's why Marvel became a, a giant. That's why Spider-Man is a flagship hero, is because they made a relatable superhero. They they made and not only that, but they he had normal problems. He was late all the time. He had money problems. He he was uh, couldn't get the the girl of his dreams. Like it was all like relatable problems that no one that everyone else had. Not any. another teen comic book. Not another teen comic book. But yeah. that was that was it. There was nothing. From, from there, the nineties kids. There was there. literally not another teen comic book. Literal and metaphorical. And metaphorical. So I can understand why they wanted to recast him because going back going back to the original studio. These guys know what they're doing, obviously. They made, uh, what, four or five different franchises? Who? Marvel. Oh. <laughs> they made Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, and mm-hmm. Avengers. And they're all profitable. And Hulk, but technically he's not really doing anything right now for the time being. Just kind of hanging. So they know what to do. And I think having having him back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and having them take care of it and let's all right, Sony. You get the money, but you get half the money. We'll we'll take care of the rest. I think that's a smart move because you have to bring him back to his roots. And this was coming from the person who did an argument against having Peter Parker again and having Miles Morales because I wanted to see a change. But at the same time, you got to go with Ryan when he said that it's their baby. This is Marvel's baby. You got to do Peter Parker. It makes sense, but do it right. Started off with a 16, 17 year old kid in high school or whatever. He's 19. But he could probably pass for 15 <laughs> I'm sure he because could. he's so young. You, you, if you look at the kid, he's very young looking. So And they're doing it. They're, they're, not, they're not jumping into an origin story. It sounds like he's just mm-hmm. hopping into Civil War. Yeah, because I think when you have. At this point, if you don't know the origin for Batman, Superman, and Spider Man, don't live on this planet. <laughs> yeah. Because even if no, you're in a third world country, you should know the origin of this. Batman, his parents died. He wants vengeance. He is the knight. He's the knight. I was just going to say. <laughs> he wants vengeance. He is he's also the, the knight. He's also the knight. Superman. Uh, dying, uh, dying planet. 
Parents send him off. Lands in space. Yellow sun. Yellow sun. Boom. <laughs> Spider-Man bit by a spider. Uncle dies. Done. That is the three origins you should know off the top of your head. It's you a weird need... series of events. Bit by a spider. Uncle dies. <laughs> Spider-Man. Great power. Great responsibility. Yeah. That's it. You're. It's over. <laughs> Moral conflict for the next, what, five decades? Yeah. Great power. Great responsibility. So, Lucas, I don't even have to ask you if you're going to watch it because you're going to have to. Not I, only I mean, because I we're going to drag you into it, because this is now it's uh, going to be... Spider-Man movie? Yeah, well, it's Captain America 3 is the first time you're going to see him. For... Captain uh, America... shit. Captain America 3... You mean shit? You like the second one. Honestly, they should just rename Captain America Civil War into just Civil War or Avengers Civil War because everyone is in it. All of the Avengers are in They don't want to get it confused. I mean, it's a branding thing, though. But at the same time, like, honestly, hmm. why would you even call it Captain America Civil War? Oh, I thought you were talking about this, the... the... Spider-Man movie was going to be that. No, 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 the Spider-Man movie. They're making a standalone. Yeah, Spider-Man no, I'll, I'll probably watch the standalone Spider-Man film before the next Avengers. If is, is, is it going to affect the next Avengers? Because usually what happens is I don't watch any of the movies. <laughs> I can't deal with him. <laughs> I can't. How does he even on this podcast? I don't even know. All right, so you no, know, because here's what happens. Like I won't watch any of the movies unless it's Captain America. No, I won't watch any of the movies unless it's Thor because I really like Thor. And then before Avengers comes out, I'll catch up on all of them real quick. Okay. Well, you're you're in luck because. The next film uh, in August is going to be Ant-Man. Okay. And then after that, is that, is that Thor? Civil War. A Civil that. War, and then yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Nice. So yes. it's the third Thor. So you're going to see Civil War, and Thor will probably be in that, so you'll have to see it. Right. And, of course, you love Winter Soldier, so That's great. I really don't have to persuade you in any way. Yeah. You should just be there. I mean, right I have been there. seeing more movies lately. I'm on a tear. That's I've seen true. two movies in a month. That's true. Yeah. I can see oh, your Rock'em Sock'em Robots are getting dust on them about, finally. Let's talk about what we've so seen. Much. Try not to do any spoilers, but what, what you guys just saw Terminator, right? Uh, uh, all right. So <laughs> that was the review for Terminator. <laughs> uh, but what, what did you guys think of Terminator? Spoiler-free review. Just give we us just an initial you. It was good. I've been waiting for you, and I've been waiting for you. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. <laughs> and you guys are two wild and crazy guys. Terminator-rific. It was, it was awesome. It was like everything a Terminator, everything a modern Terminator movie should have been. It was a great movie. It was a great Terminator movie. It made the time travel made sense. Um, the plot was actually really good once you figured out the time travel aspect. Like mm-hmm. the, the plot is over the top, but it makes sense in the context of the, the timelines in the movie. Um, the fight scenes were great. CGI Arnold looked fantastic. Um, yeah, regular Arnold looked fantastic. <laughs> um, Emily Clark, yeah, Emily Clark. Game of Thrones, always hot, still hot. I didn't think she was gonna get d hot. Possibly hotter, I think. Yeah, hotter. If she movie. was holding a gun. Yeah, she's holding a gun. Because dragons are scary, but a guns are sexy. But shotguns are... Guns are approachable. Guns are approachable. Dragons yeah. are... <laughs> dragons, not approachable. No. Dragons are like the older brother who so, comes swooping in when you're trying to pick her up. And light you on fire. Yeah. <laughs> With their breath. <laughs> With their breath. Guns are like, you know, you're put back. that down and let's go in there. Guns don't have their own <laughs> thoughts. Let's go, let's go in there. Um, there's nowhere there's a, over there's there. There's a business end yeah. and then there's... So a, uh, <laughs> she was great. Arnold was great. Um, Our one... Or one well, I have two problems. My first minor problem is there's a little bit of a Batman utility. I'd like to coin something new. I don't know if it's a new. I don't know if it's a thing already, but I'd like to call it the Batman's utility belt problem, where there's a problem in a movie, and a character finds a magical device that shouldn't exist, but only exists to solve the one problem in the movie. Batman's utility belt, obviously having shark repellent spray. At the the very moment he was being attacked by a shark, you have to explain that. <laughs> or the Batman ice skates in Batman Forever. That's, right. That's true. The Batman, Batman, ice Batman, ice skates. Batman and Robin. I'm sorry. Um, I love the Batman. Ice yeah. So there was that happened in this movie, and it took me out of the movie a little bit because I was just like, and it's not mentioned. Like it's it's like there's no lead up to it. It's just like here's a problem, here's a solution. Oh, okay. Um, we just happen to have this. The other thing. <laughs> the guy who played Kyle Reese, Jay Courtney, Jay, buddy. You must have a good goddamn agent. He I don't really know does. how you're getting how all these movies. Get these because you he can't, sucks. you couldn't, you should have played the Terminator in this movie. <laughs> you should have let Matt Smith play Kyle <laughs> Reese, and you yeah. should have played a Terminator. Did you guys just ruin it for me a little bit? No. No. We just did not do that. No. I feel like you did a little bit. No, we didn't. we didn't. At all. Trust me. I feel like you did a little. No, we didn't. Because Michael Bain in the original Terminator, he brought such such complexities to Kyle Reese. You felt his pain. You 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 felt like his story was so raw and just so... And, and this guy just kind of... 
he's just he just kind of speaks and he just kind of like just all these moments that like he needs to carry this movie on his shoulders and mm-hmm. kind of oh what's Kyle Reese's reaction to this like you're supposed to be falling oh, in love with this God. wait wait is it better than um the the guy from Salvation Kyle, Kyle Sam Reese. Worthington no Kyle Reese oh Anton Yelkin yeah I mean, he's a better actor, Anton Yelkin. We know that. But but he a better I'm, honestly, I'm trying to remember his character. But you can't because, because you deleted Terminator Salvation from your memory. So, because so, when it comes to God, Salvation, the entire movie was filmed on sepia tone. Literally, after watching that movie, I went in my room and I punched myself in the taint <laughs> until I blacked out because that's that's what it's like. <laughs> it was like repetitive. Yeah, because it was just painful. Was there an easier and way? Here's the thing: like he. Throughout, like, and again, throughout the movie, there's certain parts of the movie where he should be feeling these things called emotions, and like, yeah, and and he just doesn't. Like, mm. he's just a, he's just kind of wooden. And like, there's one there's one part because like the whole movie is supposed to be okay. So he is like has is like prepared to like do what he needs to do in terms of like, the, uh, and like you know he starts falling in love with Sarah Connor like that's that's fine and and you know like but he doesn't act Who like it. and then there's like one point like this is not really a huge spoiler Sarah Connor like falls in love with him like it's a, it's a love story like Terminator Fate yeah okay um and like there's one part where she like finally admits her her love for him yeah. and they're like gonna make out and like then then they're gonna bang and you know what he looks like <laughs> and I think I turned to you later in the theater I said he looks like he ate six Hot Pockets and needs to take a shit <laughs> you didn't see that like he he just has this like stone faced like just and like a little a little scared like he's acting tough because he's scared on the inside kind of look and I listen I'd be intimidated if she was about to come make out with me too Shouldn't mean those but six like, hot pockets you're, on the time machine. You're, you're a professional actor. You can't be intimidated by hot women and the fact you have to make out with them. Yeah. You know? So stop eating hot pockets before you get on the set. <laughs> They're gross. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that was my only gripe. It's with the, the movie. future. There's gotta be better food than the, hot the rest pockets. of the movie totally makes sense once you once you get like the timeline straight in your mm-hmm. head, the whole movie makes sense, the whole movie's great. Um so I'll have to I'll have to see that. Uh, eventually, I have to watch the first two though. Well, yeah, because you're. Should I watch yeah. the first three? Is the third one worth watching? You should watch the third one because the third one's important to the plot. Yeah, because Ryan and I were sitting in the theater for about what, like fifteen I minutes after three things. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm watching like four seasons of Game of Thrones for you. I don't think it's for me. I think it's for your own benefit. No, you haven't really been telling me. You told me now. You haven't been like, oh man, can't believe this happened. You never text me. What it boils down, what people. it boils down Thanks. to is we're not friends anymore. <laughs> yes, we are. I'm gonna make you food later. No, hot dogs, Ugh. hot pockets, natural skin boils... hot dogs though. Ooh, ooh, hey, red onions. Nice. What it red boils wedding. down to is um, red <laughs> the movies. The movies getting a not uh, James Spader. Shut up. The movies getting a lot of heat. I don't from know critics. Why. I, I mean, their arguments are justifiable, but at the same time, shut up because I feel like they're too harsh. They yeah. like they wanted to hate it. I mean, because a lot of people feel betrayed because it, the franchise is thirty-one years old, and a lot of people feel like they invested so much time in the characters and stories. But let's be real; it's the fifth Terminator movie. You got to do something, you know, something different. The, what they the they writer, rocked the boat. What the writer? Yeah, what the writers did they they made a, they made a ton of bold moves. You know, th- during the movie they're hitting you with a lot of stuff. At times, it's a lot of things to take in. But, you know, we're really going to give them shit for taking a franchise in a completely different direction. Like, like, you hear all the time, oh my god, the same shit again after the 13th sequel. Then this one, they're completely... It, it's a refreshing story. The franchise needed it, and I, I'm so happy that they did it. So, from one Terminator fan to... Well, two Terminator fans to everyone else out mm-hmm. there listening... Go in, go into it with an open mind. Go into it with an open mind. Don't listen to the reviews. It's a good movie, and you know what? You'll like it. You'll definitely like it. It's, it's knob approved. Fuck yeah. you, Al. Uh, you can give it the stamp of approval. But uh, since uh, since Al is spending all his time not watching Terminator One and Two and Three, but uh, I watched Salvation. 
you watched Salvation. I know. I remember I saw that. The he saw in the theaters. He saw in the theaters with me. I'm like, you didn't see the first three. Why are you seeing this? And then he had. To, we saw the movie. We I'm some, confused. <laughs> <laughs> we punched our taints until we were both dying. <laughs> we're like, I don't understand a damn thing. I'm like, yeah. what it's, What's a Terminator? <laughs> it's a Terminator. Why is Arnold so glitchy? Yeah, I'm like, well, I don't know. Why does Arnold look like he's straight out of the 80s? Um, <laughs> have you been doing anything useful with your time? Uh, besides working, I actually did see a film that you two didn't see, but you really need to. Um, it will probably be the movie that's going to beat out Terminator this weekend, and it's not Magic Mike. I was hoping you didn't see Magic yes, Mike. Although Magic you Mike. have a girlfriend, yeah. so you might... Oh, no. Girls go with other girls to see Magic Mike. Right? They yeah, don't but take you know what? My girlfriend is the only one who doesn't want to see Magic Mike because she's like, looks stupid. I'm like, I'm like I want to see that movie. Yeah, they look hot. That that's what she tells you. <laughs> Honestly, she didn't watch the first one. Hey, Megs, what what are you uh, what are you doing today? Oh, I might just have a nice day in. All right, I'll see you at five when I get home from work. She's go gonna go so. see Magic Mike three times. Matinee. <laughs> Magic Mike. No, I, uh, I actually... the eleven o'clock, the one thirty, and the three thirty. <laughs> if she can make it, goes and punches her taint the <laughs> safe way. Safe way. Um, horrible. Very very gross. Um, but, <laughs> but anyway, I actually saw Inside Out, the new Pixar Is that film, the, the animated movie, the new Pixar movie. You see that by yourself. No, I, I went with my. <laughs> you would my, expect. I right? went with my two cousins, my girlfriend, and my friend. So we all went. All, all adults. All adults, basically. Like forty steady jobs, forty sixty families. Many Do you not watch Pixar movies? Not really. Really? Are you happy with your life, Alan? Are you happy with your life? You never watch Pixar movies? <laughs> I do watch Pixar you movies. Watch I don't Pixar like Pixar movies. Go to the I don't <laughs> go to the theater to see them. Oh my god! I absolutely dude. There's the best movies to see in the theater. The best movies, the oh, Pixar movies are great. Well, anyway, Inside Out. Oh my God, it's one of the best films you will ever watch. Did it make you cry, man? Tears. Um, if I wasn't so goddamn tired, because I worked all day, and then I drove a lot, and then I went to the movie. World's smallest violin. I hear you, but <laughs> I, if I wasn't so tired, I was probably gonna just like rivers would have came out of my eyes. It is. You seen up? Yeah. First nine minutes up. Saddest shit in my life. Yeah. Whole movie of Inside Out. Why would Why I the see fuck that? would I want to see that? Awesome. Then? It's great. So no. it's like it's like the animated version of Schindler's List. Basically. It's like, <laughs> like I'm going to a kind funeral, basically. Right, well, yeah. I'll, I'll just give you the voice cast and tell me you wouldn't be interested. Uh, it's Amy Poehler is the main person. Mm-hmm. Mindy Kaling. Uh, Bill Hader. Okay. And Louis Black. That's the voice cast. Yeah. Louis, I don't associate Louis Black with anything sad. Louis Black <laughs> is in a Pixar movie, uh, and that's it's like awesome. that's like trying to trying to associate. Um, oh, what's his name? The guy who plays the parrot in uh, Aladdin. Oh, uh, the guy I hate. What's that guy? You know who I'm talking about? He's the one who read Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> that guy. But as like a joke. Oh, uh, Gilbert Godfrey. I love how you got that. Yeah. I went Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey. If you've never seen Gilbert Godfrey reading Fifty Shades of Grey, you absolutely. Have I'm never to gonna watch it. It's like the aristocrats. Yeah. Thing, no, I rather. You, you know what? I see your Gilbert and Godfrey. As he moves closer <laughs> to me, I see your Gilbert Godfrey reading that, and I raise you, Christopher Walken reading uh, reading the lyrics of Poker Face by Lady Gaga. That I've seen. That's amazing. <laughs> but continue. Okay. But Inside Out, I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet because I don't want to ruin anything about this movie like these guys did about Terminator. We didn't ruin anything. You ruined Matt, all, no, Matt Smith you has a really it. small freaking part and it annoys it. me because Matt Smith is a really good actor. Love, love Matt Smith. They could have used Matt Smith as the leading role and then they, they probably should have this guy. Guy. To use him. They could have used this guy as like a background dude. That's true. But anyway, Inside Out, it is the deepest, most thought-provoking, most emotional movie you're probably going to see this year and it's also a children's animated film it is breathtaking the effects you know the animation amazing everyone was like the voice work incredible from everyone everyone was on their a-game there's a character in the film who is not mentioned in any of the ads Mm -hmm. don't say it if you know it or saw it online don't mention it because it it is a big spoiler um who steals the movie and will steal your heart as I shake the table, it will it will ruin and ruin your day. But at the same time, you will feel. No, I'm saying you're same, doing a really bad but job. But at the same time, at the same time, you're going to absolutely adore this movie. It is it is heartwarming. It's phenomenal. It really is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Let alone the one of the best Pixar movies I've ever seen. So you have to see it if you get a chance. Inside Out, rated PG. 
PG. Um, I probably won't see it in theaters. I will highly recommend that you see it regardless. Not in theaters, but you need to see it. It's really good. I'll just download it. Legally. 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 <laughs> Legally. Uh, I would not, I do, we do not, here at News Over Bruises, you do not can download illegally downloading anything mm. uh, because it's illegal. And I guess the, the last thing that is on my mind, uh, Ryan mentioned it before, um, San Diego Comic Con's coming up this week. And guess what? We're not going. Uh, because, we go? well, I'm, first of all, for a little back scoop, we just found out about. Ten minutes before the podcast started, that Lucas almost was not coming to New York Comic New York Comic Con with us in October. I almost don't want well, him to come. First we of all, beat the shit out let of me him. say yeah. this: then... let me say this. It's not that I don't want to come to New York Comic Con because I do, but I also really want to take a vacation. This is a vacation. No, this is work. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not. It's, a it's paradise. It's paradise. The first year was work. You went once. The second year. I got violently ill. <laughs> Both times were not a vacation. The one, the one. First of all, let's start. First over. of all, Comic Con's expensive. Shut up. You're not going. It's you're not free. spending money on it. I have to get there. I have to eat. I don't want him to come. Yeah, actually, I I've changed my mind. I don't even want because... to convince him to go. He's such a pain in the ass. I mean, he's why got... are you such an asshole? He's got his lava lamb. He's got his rock up sock robot. Yeah, he'll like... be fine here. Exactly. You'll be fine trapped in the fucking eighties. <laughs> God damn it. It's paradise. Yeah, I mean, it's Nerdvana. It All right, well then, awesome. I, let me say this. If we're going to New York Comic Con. I don't know. Are, we, there's if, no if. What are the if? <laughs> we need to figure out cosplay, like, before September. Yeah, that's fine. But we, the cosplay isn't, like, the least of my worries. We are going to be going as the podcast right. and as Pop Break. Right. And going and interviewing some of the... Coolest people in pop culture. Yes, me and Ryan. Me and Ryan like literally lived the dream last year. Uh-huh. It was amazing. I touched Kevin Bacon. He touched Kevin Bacon. You. We're all now. If we play we're six all, degrees of yeah, Kevin we're Bacon. Yeah, we're all six degrees from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> that man is amazing. It really is. Not Ryan. Kevin. Bacon. No, Kevin I Bacon. shook his hand. I was happy with yeah. that. Well, but yeah, I still haven't washed this damn hand. We we interviewed the, the cast of Gotham, the cast of The Following, which doesn't exist anymore. Uh, cast of cast of Constantine. Also doesn't peace. exist anymore. Rest in peace. Uh, Rick and Morty, uh, the League, two episodes. Bob's of Burgers. Leaked, by the way. We we met the cast of Bob's Burgers. It was awesome. That's cool. Um, but, I, but I mean, yeah, I'm ex- I mean, I'm excited. But like, I was also super psyched for this vacation. So hopefully, I'll be able to change the date of the vacation, and this won't even be a conflict. This is what's gonna happen. We get up. Ryan, in the tell tell him what happens. I'll t- I'll give you a standard. tell him what time it is. I'll, I'll t- it's eight fifteen. <laughs> I will I will tell you exactly how a day goes. We get up. Mm-hmm. Walk around, deal with each other's pooters for a couple minutes. We go on the train to Manhattan, the city that never sleeps. And it's not Manhattan. <laughs> Shut your goddamn face! <laughs> I am talking. We Let's go speak. into Paradise Land, mm-hmm. which is also known as the Javits Center. <laughs> yeah, confined to an airplane hangar-like place. Yeah. Javits Center is an airport. Shut the fuck up! I'm your hype man. Just uh, yeah, you it. are. We go, we see nerds, we smell sex on the floor, we see celebrities, we see half-naked people. Dude, Nathan Fillion's going to be there. Nathan Fillion's going to be there. We That's go, more than we enough go, reason. We go to wonderfully constructed, well-done panels, Archer. I laughed my dick off. I haven't watched an, ever an episode of that show. Yeah, Archer I think panel. I was supposed to cover that panel. You were. You were. Archer I, panel was too busy throwing up on this floor that we're standing on. Archer panel was technically I didn't vomit. I wish I could have vomited, but I I, I tried. We don't so have hard. to. You don't have to tell the guests. I laid I laid on this very couch in the fetal position for five days, eating nothing but white rice and chicken broth, two hundred calories a day. You're bringing down my story. We walk until our feet can't take it anymore. We go home and we drink our faces off every night. There's every parties. Night. All that are we taking stuff. the train home every night? Um, yeah, we're going to probably stay at my sister's apartment we in, we in Brooklyn. Oh, so we're not leaving the city? No. Correct. Oh, I thought we were taking the train back. Moron. Why the fuck you know would how, we do you that? You know how far that is from my house? That's my problem. Horribly far. Yeah, that's where I was saying. I'd no. punch myself in the taint right here, yeah. man. Just that's every repetitively. day. Punch, 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 punch. punch. <laughs> anyway, okay, so San so. Diego Comic Con's coming up. I got weird fast. <laughs> I really did. San Diego Comic Con's coming up. Uh, that is, and it was until last year. It was the epicenter of of 
of everything pop culture. That's where all the movie studios come shots basically exactly all epicenter. the all the major movie studios came and they would show off all of their geeky stuff, and that's how it was until New York Comic Con last year actually was the first time that it was uh, they had a bigger attendance yeah outsold it outsold it um, which is not, insane not that San Diego Comic Con was not sold out it absolutely was but this one had more people at it unprecedentedly was bigger yes they somehow. didn't they didn't see that coming but anyway. San Diego Comic-Con is still, right now, at this point, the the biggest red carpet premiere, Attracts if you will. the most attention. Exactly. And so this is where most of the major studios come and they talk about, uh, or they show off new footage of upcoming properties that are coming out. And usually I say that is because Marvel, Sony, and Paramount are not going to be doing any, uh, they're not going to be at Hall H. Uh, this time at San Diego, which means Marvel's not showing anything off. That means I wonder if that's going to reflect on well, because the only anything. thing that's coming out is Ant Man, and that's in August, and everyone knows it's yeah. coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they're not going to preview Civil War. It's too early. It's too early to preview. So what what they're going to do is Warner Brothers is going to is is going to be the head honcho, the the big enchilada. They're going to show off Batman Superman. So I figured I already mentioned one of them. Uh, what do you think is going to be taking the cake, or what do you think is going to be the highlight of San Diego Comic-Con? I'm going to shoot it to Ryan, because I don't think Lucas has any I don't knowledge know. of any of this. No. Well, I mean, you kind of already said it. Pretty I mean, Batman Superman is ba- probably... Batman besides Superman. that, that's that's the Citizen Kane of, of San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, right. <laughs> think about it. Uh, can't. I mean... I mean, let's see what else you got. You you have all your upcoming seasons for, like I said, W. Let's see, Warner Brothers, right? Yeah. So you got you all got the CW shows. You got Arrow, Flash. You got the new digital series Vixen, which is going to have Amel and Grant Gustin. They're yeah. going to be reprising their roles in in an animated version of the show, but it's going to still take place in the universe, which is kind of cool. I mean, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow, which is like DC's, uh, almost like their Avengers on TV, but not really. It's like the B. It's like the B and C list heroes and villains <laughs> got their own show. Brandon Roth has his own show, yeah, which is great. Finally, he needs it. Um, I think I think Fox is going to surprise us with uh, X Men: Age of Apocalypse True. and Deadpool: Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, it's just Apocalypse. Oh, is Apocalypse? Yeah, I think originally it was Age of Apocalypse. Was it? Oh, yeah. you just think of Age of Ultron? Yes. Yes. Possibly. Well, and then also there's a there's a slight chance that that Tatum's going to be there talking about Gambit. True, true, true. I yes. mean, they have nothing filmed, but I mean, no. it would be kind of cool if they brought him out. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> it's happening. I'm going to throw cards at people. I think I'm a stick, and I'm going to have a southern accent. <laughs> Is this movie going to be successful? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I'm in it. Well, if you're in it, so I'm going to be probably successful. <laughs> I take my shirt off, so <laughs> I'll dance around. That's right. Gilbert Gottfried's in it. I think Deadpool is going to be the the thing that everyone's talking about, though. Think so? Batman, Superman, and Deadpool. What you think Deadpool is going to beat? Because listen, let's be honest. Batman and Superman is just right now. It's been like it's been a slow buildup, but the longer the buildup, it just yeah, it's just it's going to be. They just showed pictures. Uh, Entertainment Weekly. They have the summer preview, not summer preview, but they had they had they had like a big preview or some movie preview, and they had uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman on the cover, and in the issue, they had all these pictures from the film, and you got to see the first shot of uh, Bruce Wayne, um, yeah, well, with first Wonder official Woman. shot with Wonder Woman, um, and then you got to see a couple other pictures, and we saw Ben Affleck in the costume in color, yeah, for the first time really, and. He looks uh, badass. Oh my god! He just, he just he looks like he's right off the page just, of Dark Knight Returns. The beefcake. He is a beefcake. He looks like he can kick uh, Henry Cavill's ass, and Henry Cavill has superpowers. <laughs> and we even got an in-depth um, kind of like examination of Bruce Wayne. Ben Affleck kind of talked about him a little bit, and he mm-hmm. sounds, for lack of a better word, an in a word, unhinged. He sounds completely nearly insane yeah Bruce Wayne I'm really excited just to just to see his interpretation but going back I already said that that's gonna be like the Citizen Kane and Lucas gave me this weird face because I'm saying that it's like alright we know that's great let's talk about something else mm-hmm. so that's why I said Citizen Kane 
uh, I think Deadpool is going to shock everybody because everyone's so excited about this film. And, you know, everyone was like, oh, well, they're never going to make a Deadpool movie because they're never going to make a hard R Deadpool. You know, they'll never get everything going, blah, blah, blah. It's not, it's not going to be marketable. Honestly, if you really go to a Comic-Con, who is the, the, the character that people are dressed up as the most? Deadpool. It's freaking Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool is one of the most popular characters in comics and possibly the world. Deadpool is super, super popular. And it's weird because he's like a 90s character. Like, he's not been around since the, the 40s, 30s yeah, with no. Batman Superman. No, he's, so he's relatively no, I'm not saying that Deadpool is going to push, you know, pull those kind of numbers. But I think it's going to be incredibly, incredibly successful yeah. just because of all the hype that it's getting. Because it, it was like a little movie that could. You know, it was like, it's yeah, I mean, just judging just from the test footage did really, really well. And like the pictures that they've been posting. The, exactly. The pictures, it's everything that's being yeah. released is being, it's being closely followed and mm-hmm. it's being, everything's positive. Yeah. And, and it's hard R. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's going to be more kick-ass than Avengers. And that's why I'm really yeah. excited because that's it's going to be like, hoping. it's going to be like Deadpool Unleashed, you know? Yeah. I just don't want it to flop. I don't think it will. Honestly. I don't care if it flops. <laughs> I don't care because you know what they're gonna do. It's gonna if it doesn't make the money that it was gonna make, and they can't make a sequel, it's gonna generate enough buzz on its own to have him appear in the X Men universe in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's True. not it's connected but not connected. I think it's gonna, it's like a standalone movie, but yeah, it's in the universe. I haven't really stated that. Yeah, really same thing with Gambit. Like uh, I mentioned, yeah. Tatum possibly coming out. Uh, because he is going to be uh, playing Gambit, uh, an X-Men character. Another, I think he's a 90s character. Gambit? I think so. It might be 80s. It might be 80s. Could be. I, I always loved Gambit when I was younger. It's cool. He threw fucking playing cards and so blew up. He has a staff with him, you know? I don't know why. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm incredibly excited for Deadpool. I'm, honestly, I, I've been campaigning. I've been... I've been Champion this but thing, I, I forgot about the thing scary. that's actually going to overtake all of this. It just came to oh, me yeah. now. That's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars for the first time ever is coming to Comic Con. Luke, you want to get in the conversation? He's jizzing on everything right now. Wow, he's come alive. Um, um, literally. Star Wars is coming to San Diego Comic Con and they're going to be showing something. Something. Not going to watch it. I know you're not going to watch it. You haven't wa- have you watched the first trailer? He watched. I watched the trailer one time in the movie theater. Yeah. And that's it. He what, died. What, what was your he thought? He died. I died and came back to life. <laughs> you liked it. You liked what you saw? Uh, I loved it. Listen, JJ and I are still on Rocky Turf. Joey. But it's, it's well documented We're on this home. podcast. <laughs> and and I have I have a lot of problems with his people. But if he doesn't screw this up, I'm willing to reconsider our relationship. This is this is the Mecca. This is Oh, the... well, uh speaking of news and speaking of people you hate, um, J.J. Abrams' Star Trek franchise, they just begin production on the third film. He's not directing, though. It's Justin Lin from uh, Fast and Furious, the guy who directed the last uh, – not the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Lin, which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did the last one? No, no, no. no four, he did five, six. Four, five, and six. So he did five. So I mean, expect we'll, – we'll see. Expect the ship to be Simon dri- Peck drifting it. across the galaxy. Was, if Simon, Simon, if Peg, Simon Pegg wrote the movie, then I already think it's going to be – Light years ahead. It really will be of the other. Because he's a trekkie. of the first and second movie. Because the first movie was passable. Because you say like, okay, like it's the first movie. Like J.J. Abrams is like kind of getting the kinks out. He said himself, he's not really a, you know big Star Trek guy. So mm. you know whatever, it's fine. The second movie was goddamn terrible. You told me to watch that movie. You you hounded me. You said just it give was no a good movie. silence. <laughs> Silencio, a- mi amigo. You hounded me. For weeks and months, you said, just give it a chance. Just give it a chance. I'm sure it'll be a good movie. You'll enjoy it. I watched that movie. Five minutes into the film, I texted you and I said, this movie sucks. And do you know why? Yeah, you told me already. Starships are not designed for underwater travel. Starships are going to be drifting in this next one. For underwater travel, and they're not designed for atmospheric travel. Because if they were designed for atmospheric travel, why would they need shuttlecraft? Why would they need transporters? Why do they need any of that? If starships can go all willy-nilly into the atmosphere and the ocean and the, the fucking caverns under the ocean... And wherever they want to, then what's the point of anything? Luke, if you have a big problem with that, you're going to have a big problem with this next one. Because did you hear the news for the next one? Just don't even tell me. I'm going to. Tell me, please. Because Justin Lin's on board. 
they're mashing Star Trek and Star Trek, was it the next generation? And Vin Diesel is going to be Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> I would love that. I would watch that movie. <laughs> if they made a Fast and Furious in space. Yeah. They, Fast and Furious 8 in space. Yeah. And then mashes with Machete. With Machete. Yeah. Machete, Mach- Machete kills, kills the Fast and Furious cast in space. In space. <laughs> uh, I'd watch that. I'd watch that hard. With they, a should, they should start. I like how you guys universes. distracted me. It's like you like you you dangled something shiny in front of me to like get me to focus away from the fact how much I hate JJ Abrams. Little breadcrumbs right there. And that was in the first five minutes of that movie. There were several other times I texted. There were several the other time. minutes I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> I could count a, a, a good minutes. number of minutes I didn't like in that movie. Ugh, it was dumb. JJ Abrams. That movie was dumb as shit. It's actually just the. the and you're a smart man. You are. I know this about you. Because you have good features. You've, you've made good movies. You yeah. write good stories. Most of the time. He didn't write those movies. You but know that, right? I know that. But the he problem the with movies. you is, is that I hate I your guts. No, I did. I liked it, though. I, I just, and it's, it's not that I don't want to hate you. I want to love you, man. You're, you have my baby. <laughs> He's got your baby right now. You, you've got my baby. He's it's got like, your life in his hands. Like, you've got, like, you literally have my child, and you're standing on the edge of the Golden Gate Bridge, like, threatening to throw it off, but also threatening to, like, provide for it and care for it for the rest of its life. <laughs> and I don't know which one you're going to do. <laughs> and I'm so, so scared you that you're going to have anything to do with this baby. It's my baby. <laughs> but he's going to care for it. Right. <laughs> I'm confused. So, no, so, Star so the Trek two, is good. The two He's options. Baby. The two, so in this metaphor, Star, Star Wars, Wars is my shit. baby. And J.J. Abrams has this baby. And his two choices are either to throw but it off. But is he the wife? Or is he No, like, he's J.J. Abrams. He's got my baby. too much on it, literally. He's, he's kidnapped my baby. Okay. And but he's standing, the on the, <laughs> standing on the edge of the Golden Gate Bridge. I don't know whether he's going to toss the baby in the water or provide for it for the rest of its life because he's J.J. Abrams and he has millions. He's a very successful director. But he's still kidnapping your child regardless. Right. But if he's going to care for it, whatever. Then I don't have to do it. Um, <laughs> All right. It makes sense. It doesn't. But I'm so scared that he's going to drop this baby off the edge that I can't trust him enough to maybe entertain the possibility he's going to care for it for the rest of his life. What did you feel after watching the trailer? After the trailer? I feel like it's it could be really good. Yeah. I it think it could be if he doesn't if he doesn't give it the modern movie treatment. I think at San Diego Comic Con, he is going to blow minds. He's going to destroy people. Like Star Wars is forget Marvel, forget DC, forget all the comic books, forget all that stuff. Star Wars is the epitome of geek culture. It is well, it no. is no it's not. No. Star Wars is not the epitome. Star Wars is so mainstream. At this stage of the game, Star Wars is not nerd culture. Liking Star Wars is not nerd. Being able to rattle off a series of consecutive children of Wedge Antilles in the expanded universe, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's geek culture. Okay. That you're missing a question. Culture, Wedge Antilles doesn't have any children. In the you're missing universe. you're missing uh, my point. Uh, How did you ever have like sex ever? I give him the head nod. Nice. Okay. Anyway, you're missing my point. Here what I was saying is like that is the epitome of pop culture, okay. of of it, it's it was me <clears throat> uh, nerd culture and it, and it blossomed into becoming <laughs> mainstream like Marvel. Like Marvel was the same way and mm-hmm. all that all the comic books and all that bullshit, whatever. And it's never been to Comic Con. In how many years that it's been around? Going on forty. 40 years, right? Around there. Con- Star Wars? Star Wars Star has Wars. never been to San Diego. How long has San Diego been in existence? How long has San Diego been in existence? <laughs> Not in the city. A little longer than 40 <laughs> years, I'd say. <laughs> San Diego Comic Con's been going on since the 70s. Okay. S- Star Wars has never been there. The- JJ and company and Disney, weird to say. Disney. Not JJ. Disney brought it to Okay, Comic-Con. but I'm sure JJ was like, don't do it. I'm sure they were like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no, please. They're probably A, going to bring My the- masterpiece. Yeah. They're probably A, going to bring the whole cast. The whole cast is probably going to go. Whole. So wait, whole. so here's my question. I don't give a shit about San Diego Comic-Con. Are they coming to New York Comic-Con? No! <laughs> why not? <laughs> it's a month before Why, why? Out. No, it's not. Two months. So, oh, why, so if the thing is, if Star Wars isn't going to be at New York Comic Con, they're going to be at San Diego Comic Con. Why haven't 
we got on the San Diego Comic-Con? Why aren't we going there? Okay. Well, here's the thing. I'll, I'll, make, I'll, I'll try to make it simple. All right. We had to convince you to go to <laughs> New York Comic-Con. Which is an hour from us. An hour. And you're like, eh, but I got to do these I gotta things. I got to go on vacation. Oh, I got to go on vacation. Shut up. A. B, I am going to go to San Diego Comic-Con next year. I'm going to attempt to go, and I would like to go. Absolutely, you're not coming until you fucking start appreciating appreciating what you have. Can I and come? And you have a free pass to go to New York Comic-Con. Right. Stop whining like a bitch. I'll be your Doug. Ryan will, Ryan will be my Doug. Dressing up like Han Solo. <laughs> of course. I'll be Luke Skywalker. Yes. I don't care. You, so, actually, you actually could pull off Luke. You know what we should do? He could be Luke Skywalker. Is he C three PO? Star Wars. Yeah, he is C three PO. Can I not be C three PO? C three PO. It's too late. Can I be the little that stupid ass haircut? Yeah, you're C three PO. C three PO doesn't even have hair. Fucking loser. Can I be? Can I be the little rolly thing from the new trailer? He's the new R two D two. You could pull that off. I'm just rolling around. We got to get a tall person to be Chewbacca. I can't do it. I can't do it. You should be. <laughs> Go to New York Comic Con, we should dress as members of Star Wars cast. <laughs> I think that's the only way to end this podcast. Thanks for listening.